Hello, everybody. This is Keith, Music Man Hanalek, and I am with Lynn Trudeau to talk about her upcoming album, Many Branches. I just reviewed it recently. It's out October 6th. Welcome, Lynn. Well, hi. Glad to be here. Glad you're here. Appreciate you coming and to talk about your career and your new album. Um, one of the first things uh, I wanted to ask you was, in my review, I'd mentioned the fact that I felt some melancholy, melancholy and, and some sadness and due to my personal life, and that's the way I interpreted it. Was that the intention? Was that the way you felt when you made that music, or was there something else? I was just curious. Well, I think for for many of my songs, life is a mixed bag. Everything has ups and downs, and so I think in many of my songs, there will be some melancholy that does come in because nothing is ever perfect, you know. So, um, you know, so that does tend to kind of shine through. I know that you noted the song towards the end of the album, Technicolor Blanket. That one is definitely very upbeat, and that is one that just comes from a place of pure joy. Oh, well, that's good. I always like to know I'm hitting the mark in some way, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's well, and, and that is, you know, and it's definitely, it's been kind of a style I've been also working on on developing as to, um, is to add a little bit of melancholy into most everything because I do feel like, um, you know, sometimes uh, we get to where we're we're promoting everything is just wonderful and lovely all the time, and and it sometimes it isn't, and so I want to make sure that there's something for everyone to connect with in the music. That makes sense. That's that's life. That's reality. You know, Not everything's all shiny and new and, and wonderful. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your career, um, can you talk about that a little bit? What, you know, what, what happened in your life to change things to make you decide to play the piano and, and pursue this career? Well, I, I started playing the piano when I was very young. My, my first piano was right about my fifth birthday. Um, and and I just really took to it and and loved it very much from the beginning, and and that then kind of opened up a world of music for me that then went on to you know be a multitude of different instruments that I played through my youth and into young adulthood and and then of course you know life always kind of intervenes a little bit and and I took a little departure from music. Um, for several years and raised a family and then as my children grew to adulthood and they were leaving the nest and I really wanted to get back to my roots. My husband had acquired a piano for me as a surprise um, and uh, when the kids were like middle school age and and so I had been back playing and studying and um, and getting my musical chops back. And uh, when our daughter went away to college, I, I realized in a couple of years, I'm going to have an empty nest. And what do I want to spend my time doing? Because my focus had been my family. And I decided to rekindle that love affair I have with music and decided to first teach and then 
when my husband retired and we moved from Washington State just outside of Seattle to Idaho. And we moved here in part with the idea that this would be my time to be able to create my own music and record the things that I've created and start releasing them. And I had no idea what was going to happen with it. I just knew that I really wanted to record and I wanted to put things out and, and, uh, and it just kind of took off very pleasantly, but unexpectedly it took off in part because of uh, meeting up with Sherry Finzer and beginning to work with her. And she, she could see where she could plug my music into. And, and that's just been a wonderful partnership all, all these years. Well, Sherry's uh, great. She can relate because she's a musician herself. You know, that always helps to be, you know, connected with somebody like that that's handling your publicity and the business end of things, right? Oh, yes. Well, and, and I just, I really love her her ideas and her concepts on on not just music, but also on work music production and um, she and I have done several singles together, which has been so much wonderful to do compilations with somebody that I work also so closely with on the promotion of my music. Uh, and she and I have performed together, and, and that's just wonderful. And that just all really folds together so nicely um, with her experience as a musician to know how to really promote and and I agree with her a lot of her opinions about music and those types of things and so that just really folds nicely together. Sounds like everything fell in place for you. That's great to hear things work that way. You followed your heart and your path and here you are, you know, it's it's good to hear when people do that instead of resisting it and trying to be something that they're not, you know? <laughs> well and that's you know um, you know, sometimes it's easy to, you know, to doubt whether or not this is something you should be doing. And I certainly have had, you know, those moments where it's like, is this really what I should be doing? And then something or someone will come along and, and I'll, I'll get a, an email from someone saying how much a particular song just really touched their heart. And then I remember that's why I do this. That is why. I create music is because I'm really looking for those connections with other people. It must be very satisfying, I'm sure. So growing up, what inspiration did you find in music? Did you have some favorites that you listened to? Or was there a large you know, cross-section of music? I really did listen to a very wide cross-section of music. I, I Loved uh, working on jazz. Um, I very much, my first love was really classical music. I, I found it so interesting. I loved all of the patterns and all of the intricacies. And, and of course, the physical challenge of playing some of the heavier classical pieces. Um, but then as I got into an older and older age, then, of course, pop music became something I really wanted to learn to play a bunch of different pop songs. And, and I had an amazing teacher who she would allow me to bring anything I wanted to play to my, my lessons. And she would fold it in and incorporate it. And she was an incredible musician herself. So there was nothing I could bring her that she couldn't pull something for me to learn out of 
whatever it was that I had brought to my lesson. So that was definitely something when I was teaching that I tried to incorporate into my lessons also is students would come and say, I want to learn to play whatever their song was. And if they didn't have a copy of it, I would find a copy for them. And, and then we would work on it and I would just fold it right into their lessons. Because if you don't love what you're playing, you're not going to practice, you're not going to want to play. Uh, makes sense. And that's so cool that it worked that way for you. And then you did the same thing for others. You passed it on. You know, you just have that idea of that, that rigid old school mom type saying, no, you have to play this and play this first. And, you know, all that thing, kind of things that you would see on TV or something or in a movie, you know, yes. it's just not that way. <laughs> That's good no, to hear. no, I, I was, I was very grateful that it wasn't that way for me because she didn't, she never did anything to dampen my enthusiasm for the music. Um, she was always, in fact, when I was learning to play other instruments, I would sometimes bring the sheet music for another instrument. And she was such an incredible musician that even if it wasn't an instrument she could play herself, she understood the music theory behind it enough to be able to help me work on pieces that I was working on for different ensembles in different groups that I was in. Wow. You know, you mentioned classical music. And over the last few years, I would say I've really taken a deeper dive into that and realized just how important it's been. We would have no music without classical music. It's the beginning of everything, you know, and some of it is just so complex and so emotional. It's just amazing when you sit and listen, and especially in vinyl, when you put some vinyl on and you turn it up, it's just, wow, you know, do you do that a lot? Do you have some vinyl in your collection that you like to listen to? We do have a large collection of vinyl, actually. Um, and unfortunately, right now, I don't have anything to play it on. So that's something that we've been really wanting to get back into our lives is being able to put some of our, um, some of our old albums on to be able to, to do that. And, and I'm hoping maybe uh, my grandchildren are coming with our daughter and son-in-law for Christmas, and I'm hoping to maybe be able to put on some of those old vinyl albums and have like our own little dance party here for New Year's Eve. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. That would be great. That's something they'll never forget <laughs> if you do that. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, well, and that's probably, I don't think they've ever even seen vinyl, my grandchildren. So this would be really kind of an interesting thing to see what they think of this because they are children of the digital age. Right. It's funny when my kids were growing up, um, they're, I'm an empty nester too, so um, they wanted to know what an LP was and what a 45 was, and <laughs> now they both have their own vinyl collections, and I have a massive one myself, and it's it's so addictive for me anyway, because you know I go back to I went through all the formats like you, and um, realize now how important vinyl is, how it's such a complete experience, uh, uh, you know, unless. You want to just press a button on Spotify and listen to something streaming. That's it. That's the beginning and end of it. But with vinyl, you have the artwork, you have the liner notes, you have different colors that, that they put out now. And just there's so much more to it, you know? Oh, yeah. Those old vinyl albums, boy, the, the artwork on those are just incredible. 
you just think of the number of hours they spent coming up with all these intricate designs and weaving things through and oh yeah it's incredible definitely so what are your plans going forward um besides promoting the album that's coming out very soon um, um you, but, I was wondering if you go right back into the studio or just take some time off. You know, what's your process? Um, well, I actually, um, I've got the Many Branches, which is coming out on October 6th. And then I have immediately following that, I'm also in the process of beginning promoting I have a Christmas album that's coming out on November 17th called The Everlasting oh. Light. Uh, I've been creating... Christmas music, um, Christmas in the summer has always been a part of my life since I was very young because when you are getting ready to perform something, you are playing that Christmas song or arranging that Christmas song in July, August, September to get ready to be able to perform it or record it or whatever it is you're doing. Um, and so... Uh, I figured I had been doing all these singles, time to finish it off. So I did four, the four last tracks over the summer and got that recorded right after I finished Many Branches. And so that will be coming out. And, um, and I'm hoping, I've been, got my fingers crossed that it's all going to work out, that my concert series is going to begin again in October. Um, oh, great. And then that would be... That's a, a monthly concert series that I have here in our home. We've been very fortunate to have a home that overlooks the Snake River, um, and that has provided us the space to be able to to have this concert series. In fact, Sherry was just here last spring performing at it. Great. Sounds like things are have a nice flow in your life right now, and your your career is going well. Um, you know, playing live that. I would love to see you play live. I know live is an entirely different experience, and it just there's so much more going on in a live concert than there is sit, just sitting listening. You know, it's a totally different experience, obviously. And for, for me, anyway, I like to watch the reactions of the audience and everybody that's in the band on the stage, and that whole experience is just so different, isn't it? It it really is. I mean, live performance is. It's another whole animal, really, is, you know, you're feeding off of the energy of your audience, and it gives me the opportunity to tell people the stories and the inspiration behind each and every, uh, each and every song that I'm going to be performing. And I get to intermix all the different albums and, and all the different tracks, so it isn't just this entire album, it is a little bit of this album, something I usually do, something I call the Way Way Back Machine, where I'll pull something from many years ago and and I will play that, and and that gives me a chance to be able to play songs that I maybe haven't thought about because we get I get in this routine of writing, recording, and repeat, and not having an opportunity to go back and play something from my 2015 albums or 2016 albums. And, and then that really, it forces me to have to play those things and it gives me the opportunity to play those things because I always want to pull something older in. Mm. I'm sure people that have followed you over the years appreciate that too. 
I love it when artists do that. It also creates interest in your back catalog, too. You know, if somebody was really into you, it would be like, oh, I remember that song and that album. I got to get that on vinyl. I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun. I have one particular song called Lunch with Vincent that um, it's always so interesting if somebody is a first time uh, coming to one of my concerts for the very first time. And if I pull that one out and play it, and people say, I've heard this song before because it uh, is still running from 2016. It's still running on Sirius XM on the Spa Channel. And so then they suddenly they make this connection. I've heard this song before, and now I'm actually hearing it being played live. <laughs> is that in reference to uh, Vincent Guaraldi, the that artist? Nope. It's uh, Vincent oh. Van Gogh. Oh, Van Gogh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's that painting that he made of the cafe at night. Okay. And I absolutely love that painting. It's just always inspired me, intrigued me, and I was writing an album, and uh, it was all about dreams, and it needed an extra song on the album. And so mm -hmm. I started writing this song, and suddenly this image appeared in my head of that, of, of that painting and I thought oh yes wouldn't it be great to actually sit at that cafe and have a nice glass of wine and a little cheese plate with Vincent van Gogh <laughs> <laughs> that that's divine inspiration right there definitely I love that <laughs> he, he was an amazing man for sure um, just thinking about that Christmas album coming up I hope I have the opportunity to cover that with you and Sherry if you're going to be working with her again. And sounds like the timing's perfect just before Thanksgiving. That's perfect timing for that. Yeah, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I'll have to talk to Sherry and see if that is something that we're sending off to you. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that will be coming out here on the 17th of November. And, and it's, it's just, a, it's got two originals on it or that are my original compositions. And then everything else is very traditional Christmas music in my interpretation. Well, I look forward to hearing it. And Len, thank you so much for your time. You're a wonderful lady, and I appreciate your artistry and your your thoughts and your vision. And uh, wish you the very best, and hope to be talking to you again soon. Oh, yes, very good. Thank you so much. This is always fun to talk to you, and uh, we'll definitely be looking at getting that everlasting light off to you. All right. Thank you, Lynn. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye now. Bye.